0: So are you are you a good for go?
1: Yeah, I'm done. I'm I'm recording now.
0: Brilliant. And Damo you're recording now. I am, yeah. Right, okay. I'm just
1: I'm just gonna uh, call it up again. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's doing its thing. Yeah, and
0: I just noticed. I I checked to see if there's any kind of like sound waves moving, like you would see in a movie. Yeah. To indicate yeah, it that pulses. Oh, yes, yeah, it that's right. Yeah. Uh, I, Demo, I, do you I put have...
2: doubt. I do. Yeah. I'm just. Uh, it's, I've just checked it. there, it's definitely recording away. I've put doubt into <laughs> into both of your minds now about recording. <laughs> but yeah, it's definitely gone. I took your advice, Rob, and and I'm just using the one on the. The laptop and it's
1: it perfect yeah well,
0: yeah well that's that's what chris told me to do yeah so uh it's been all right i don't know that that's what you meant to do i just said it's a computer it's bound have to have something,
2: something. have yeah <laughs> when you think about it, it should be a basic thing on the fucking thing.
1: <laughs> we bought one for elle this week because she she just likes to mess with photos of cats and stuff like that don't we all <laughs> <laughs> And so all she needed it for was this. So uh, I've got Photoshop or whatever on a on a CD, you know, and uh,
0: C D bought one.
1: Or a DVD.
0: Well, I no, but what? even that, that's a round thing that goes inside the machine. Yeah. Holy but then, shit.
1: Bought her a computer. It didn't have a bloody tray in it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This one here doesn't have one
2: either. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Mine doesn't have one. I, I think hey. you have to download stuff, don't you now? It doesn't have yeah, a tape deck
2: worked. either. i've got eight track in my. play me commodore (laughs) big 20 games
0: now regular listeners to the podcast will know that first of all there's a new voice and second one of the 12 is not listening right now and that's because it's it's not a bad thing no it's not a bad thing i've been (laughs) I'm going to ask him, Demo. are you going to listen to this after it's published?
2: Oh, as soon as it comes out, of course. A complete Excellent. vanity search.
0: In which case, there will be 12 people listening yeah. now. You <laughs> yes, you <yoo-hoo. laughs> uh, I never count myself in that 12, by the way, although I did no. do some analytics. Uh, do you know we have one listener in Argentina?
2: I, ho- I hope it's Maradona, <laughs> is it?
0: <laughs> <laughs> is he still alive,
1: Maradona?
2: Oh, God, he is, yeah. Well, I haven't heard from him since... Uh, to coronavirus
0: but <laughs> nobody's no let cookie. you know oh, way, Maradona's not here anymore listen i'll explain what's happening a while ago we put out the call to say if anybody wanted to join us um you can you're quite welcome to and um and we sort of forgot that that had happened but then damo gets in touch and he says listen i've got a, an interesting story about the tales unexpected and and uh, I would, I'll be happy to kind of like, you know, jump on the podcast with you. So it was like, yep, that sounds good to me. But um, th- I was, I'm going to say it out. I'm going to get it out of the way, Rob. We've already, right. we've already done this recording before. Not this exact <laughs> one. But <laughs> but, for this, but for this show, this episode. For this mean? particular episode, we've, re- we've recorded it. But it was a really bad day for we all had technical issues in some way or another. And it just wasn't lining up. We just yeah. thought, right, no way, we're going to stop this and yeah. re-record. Well, I, I, I've made all new notes, I have
1: rewatched this morning, all new notes, uh, which I thought that was my intention to come to it fresh, but I couldn't find my old ones anyway, so I had to do that. Yeah, <laughs> same here, I have
2: to do new notes because I threw mine out as soon as we finished the last time. Right, <laughs> Foolish. Note. I learned
0: my lesson from Genocide and Cattails, or whatever it was yeah. called. Um and
2: Catastrophe.
0: Thank you very much, and this is why we've got you on the show, Damo. I keep all of my notes since then. Uh, this time, I got them out and then added to them. Um, oh, so I, hopefully, but what I, the reason I'm, the reason I thought I'd call it out is because there are times where we're going to say the same things that we've heard. The listeners won't have heard this before. Yeah, but but it, but just in case we we say something that sounds like, what, what do you mean you've said it before? That, that that hadn't been said before i can promise you it probably has not it doesn't involve
2: We're, time travel in any way it's just
0: train now. <laughs> are we are we looking up the wizard sleeve again here yeah, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> that's right yeah it's a proper peak this one back to the story so damo is here with us damo Yun. that's not a local accent
2: no, it's not. Or I suppose,
0: a suppose uh, it's a bit local it depends for them, where you are, is not it? it? Yeah, yeah so, well,
2: possibly local enough for me, although it, it's, I'm still classed as a blow-in in the town that I live in for the last 30 years. Uh, whereabouts are you? I'm in a, a town called Selbridge in County Kildare in Ireland.
0: So Ireland, Argentina, England. This yeah. is truly international, the most international global. podcast I've ever presented. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> we are global. We're like Microsoft or something. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Hands across the Irish Sea, lads. Hands across the Irish Sea.
0: That's right. This is in the time of uh, when we need to join and be a community. This is how we're doing it. Uh, what, what, I would, what I was going to say, yeah, you have um, the story. I'm not going to quote it. Tell us, tell us the the wedding thing.
2: Yeah. So essentially, my wife and I. Well, mostly my decision. Uh, but <laughs> it was a bit of a running joke that I was a fan of this classic cheese ball of a, a show from the 70s and 80s that we love and um, and I had the, the ringtone I had a voice message with the the theme tune and me trying to do a creepy Roald Dahl type voice on it and um, so yeah we had that uh, the theme tune as we entered the uh, reception for our wedding so it was about three people <laughs> in the room including us that got it but uh, I'm, it was a good decision as far as I'm concerned it's a great it's, song you, it's very grand it, and, and
1: it really is and so, Did you have it for your first dance? The, no, the, we didn't have it for our first dance. We had a,
2: a dreadful song for our first dance by Brian Adams. Um, and I don't <laughs> want to talk about that.
0: <laughs> I can guess which one it is. I bet, you one
2: that... I bet you can't. I bet you can't, but go oh, on. Really?
0: It's not the one that was in the charts forever? <laughs>
2: no, it's not. It's, it's off his unplugged album uh, from the late 90s. I can't even remember the name of it now, but it involves starting a family. And yeah, it, we thought it was a great decision at the time. Now, I've got
0: a really good, or I thought it was a really good joke about uh, Brian Adams, which was um, it. It really hits a really small demographic. I mean, probably even just me in the demographic. Um, it's the the joke is what what did Terry Wait say when he got when he got off the plane? It, is Brian Adams still at number one? And the, I thought that was really good. Um Not bad, <laughs> but I don't know if many people would know that reference anymore, because you don't get many hostages taken these days, do you?
2: No, or people at number one for as long as Brian Adams was. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) If they even have number ones, I
1: don't know. (laughs) I'll tell you what I've been looking up. The thing that I'm always a bit confused about with uh, Brian Adams is his Summer of 69 song.
0: Yeah, because that, we've done the maths same, on this, it? haven't we, Rob?
1: Yeah, and he was only yeah. 10. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what, what? what's that about?
0: What is that about? I mean, the thing as, is... As,
1: as a Brian Adams fan, do you, oh, you, yeah. can you throw any light on it? Oh. it? Well,
2: I, I, I know what you mean. He couldn't have been old enough. And if it was more a sexual reference... <laughs> then that makes it even creepier considering his age as well. So we won't go there. But uh, yeah, I don't mind Brian Adams from around that time, though, the mid-80s. Like, uh, he, he but the stuff from his Unplugged album should should not be
0: gone back to. <laughs> Listen, there's no anybody who's... Look, look, I can get on with him. I can get on with the fact that he's making music and he's done all right for himself. I, I don't have a problem with it. I just don't like it. You yeah know what? Yeah. That's it. But going back to your your kind of your, your wedding song, you came down yeah. the aisle to the Tales Unexpected, the the wrong range of theme tune. Yeah. Was it the actual one or was it a cover? Oh no, it was, the, no
2: it was the proper yeah. one, yeah. Absolutely. Just amazing. Yeah.
0: I mean that really is pretty good. Like often you just hear these stories like, Oh, we did this, we proposed at Disney and all this stuff. But it's like that one for me takes the prize of walking yeah. down the aisle to the Glangs. Yeah, and, and there was a the lot bands. of
2: people, you know. More of a certain age, obviously, that they couldn't remember the name of the show, but they knew the tune. Yes, and they were they knew they they the it. whole yes. wedding explaining to people why what it was and why we fucking had it. And, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure my we're wife talking... was was telling people, yeah, it was more him than me, if we're honest. <laughs> but <laughs> that was the one well, thing look, I got in.
0: <laughs> talking about the theme tune, uh, yeah. I don't know if you know this, but the R jingle is is a like a. I don't know. I don't think the word is sample, but it's inspired by the Tales of the the Unexpected. Yeah. If it's more apparent in the ending bits, but that's where it comes from. I I remember
2: you saying that, and I I made sure to listen the whole way through, and I did hear the proper tune at at the end of it. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: And you don't, I don't think you notice it without being told because it sounds like quite like a lullaby almost. But it's, uh, but anyway, look, listen, I've queued it up now. We're going to go into the music and then we're going to talk about Pattern of Guilt. All right. Okay, let's go. It's the tales of the tales. The tales, about about the tales. tales. remembered oh. i put the heating on in the uh i put the heating on in the house and i don't know about you but the last time we recorded i was boiling by the time we'd finished i was like <laughs> i was sweating cobs and i'm just about to i'm just going to turn the dial down on radiator all right <laughs> right okay
1: damma i've been looking for one of those um mouth m- microphone things that come on your on headset because uh as i was saying to you in the email i have to leave like leaning to oh, the camera yeah. which i'm sure yeah. makes my head look over big uh is it is, it, is that one with just one earpiece it, on it that uh, one?
2: it is yeah it's everything i'm using today has been given to me courtesy of my job <laughs> without their oh. knowledge um, and <laughs> new laptop for the recording yeah the headset is from from work I'm, and i'm even recording oh. it on my phone as well which is a work phone <laughs> but yeah the headset it took a while to get used to actually only having one but it's ideal for yeah. in work, so you can listen to whatever you want and still have an, a, a fellow a colleague in work talk shite in the other ear, and you don't have
1: yeah. to. <laughs> yeah, it'd be handy for me now because I can hear you guys, but I can't hear myself. So right, you have to do yeah. the the ear thing. Just
0: take one off, like you're uh, yeah. in, you know recording the Band Aid song.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so you could hear. I well, don't I know. You could hear, You could listen. You could be singing, but you could also hear if, you know. Francis Rossi was having a chat with you about something. Yeah, I sort of wronged Francis Rossi a little bit. I didn't
1: know about it, obviously. uh, You wronged him? I wronged him, yeah, because if you watch the Band-Aid video, at one point him and uh, Izopo stood behind some girls, probably Bananarama, and then it cuts to them. And I've always thought that Ross, Rossi was indicating that he was, like, sort of going, woo, like that behind him. I
0: know what you mean. There's a bit where he's... he's is it Bananarama? But yeah, I reckon so. Yeah, because right. I think and they're I... the
2: only females that were on that recording. A, what a great point, <laughs> yeah. Or maybe Sade, I'm not sure, but there wasn't many. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so anyway, I, I know which what you mean, and he's almost indicating that... Uh, ooh, that. But he's not, he's not. If you watch it again, which I have recently, it's quite an innocuous sort of thing. So that what's he doing? doing? What is he, what's he gesturing then? I don't know, but it didn't seem to be pointed oh, at yeah. the panorama.
2: I think I know the bit you're talking about. It, it's almost like they're treating him like the court jester who's not really invited to the party. <laughs> yeah. You know, you stand yeah. at the back, he's too short to jump up and even see what's going on, like...
0: <laughs> and, and you're right, because he hasn't even got headphones or a microphone. No, it's, just, no. it's just the no. choir.
2: Although I heard that he, maybe he just turned up because it, it was a bit of a shit show, wasn't it? I mean, they had to drag Boy George out of a crack den you, to, to turn up. You're right. Them. I think
0: the, the, the call went out. It was whoever got in there first got a line.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Bono got the, the dream one, of course, and knocked it out of the He cart. did,
0: didn't he? And Which, I'm not a YouTube fan, say... by the
2: way. I know I'm Irish, but I'm not a U2 fan, but he sings the. Well, tonight, thank God, it's them instead of you. Yeah. And it's probably the moment. Best singing ever. The, <laughs> it's,
0: it's almost the crescendo. It's the yeah. equivalent of Boyzone getting oh. off their stool and walking <laughs> towards the crowd, fist in the air, key change.
2: Yes, yeah.
1: Well, I, t- I tell you what I've I've noticed talking about boy bands, as we very nearly were there. <laughs> um, <laughs> we, I've, been, I've been looking at uh, Robbie Williams, and uh, God help you when. <laughs> when he comes onto stage, he does this thing, like where he looks quite sort of well, seems a bit smug to me. And uh, what it actually looks like is it looks like he's he's done a fart and he's stood in it, right? <laughs> but he's he's really liking it. Yeah, so he's, it's he's a he's relish face. Yeah, and then to make matters a
0: bit worse, right? He's, he's waving it towards him with his hands <laughs> like that. In a, yeah, an inward waft. Now, yeah. I've noticed this, and I didn't I didn't notice that being the analogy, by the way, but what I have noticed is when he walks on, it's chest out, it's like a peacock, right? And then he does this with his... like He's got a Robert De Niro style, you yeah. know that? Yeah. 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 Marlon well, that's Brando, probably Godfather.
1: He's straining to hold the fart until he gets on stage. That's... <laughs>
2: He doesn't want it to follow through. It's he wants it to be just perfect.
0: <laughs> anyway, I've turned down the heating. Right, let's 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 talk about this episode. Right, okay. So what what happens is this is called Pattern of guilt, and and in the episode is uh, household favourite or housewife's favourite Peter Egan. I've, I've got to say though that I have discovered uh, through extra research this week that
1: uh, <laughs> he wasn't the smooth neighbour. Before he was in this show, oh, no way, he, yeah. yeah, yeah, Oh, he and wouldn't he, have been,
0: of course, he wouldn't have been, yeah, yeah, but he
1: became but that, the smooth, smooth neighbor in 1984.
0: Smooth yeah. neighbor is uh, neighbor to Richard Breyer's in what was it ever, ever-, ever- decreasing, ever- yeah. So, and that was that was, gone. yeah, sorry, the but what you're saying there is uh, I didn't know. Pattern of guilt before I knew every decreasing circles. I can pretty much guarantee that. So for yeah. me, Egan is always smooth neighbor.
1: Yeah. Well, I will tell you what. I've got another interesting fact about uh, Paul Egan and every Peter circles. Peter Egan. Oh no, this is his brother Paul. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like the no, Legans. It's not, it's not. It's not. I'm not. <laughs> right. <laughs> We've talked about
2: well, him enough now. You shouldn't. You should get the name right at this stage. <laughs> Well,
1: he never Ever in Circles, he plays the neighbour.
0: Mar- Not Martin, is it? Martin's Richard Breyer's. So. Yeah. Who's he playing?
1: Paul. He's oh, it's Paul Egan. Paul. Egan. Where, right. where I've got it from. When I've looked down at my notes, this is where I've got it wrong, right? And he's flirting with Richard Breyer's wife. Now, Richard Breyer's wife is played by Penelope
0: Wilton. Correct.
1: And when do they get together quite recently?
0: Afterlife 2.
1: Afterlife too. Yes, but he finally, a... he yeah. finally gets, gets his girl after all that. Oh,
0: do you think that that's what Gervais was don't know. relying on? That we all remembered that reference.
1: I don't. I don't know. Yeah. But or maybe
0: uh... it was like a look. I've been, you know, Peter turns up at Gervais's office. I have fancied Penelope for some time, and uh, yeah. could you make it happen? I've noticed she was sat on that bench in that show of yours. Do you, that was the condition
2: a... for him doing the show. <laughs>
0: <laughs> exactly oh, it goes, he's so he is such a smooth neighbour isn't he then
1: yeah yeah, Rick'll fix it <laughs>
0: <laughs> right new episode right we've got these names coming up Peter Egan stars and then a name Suzanne Danielle right uh, she's not like the second billing but she's on there and that is a name that's it's like a stripper name or uh, or it's like an actress name that's not your real name what do you call that stage name Yeah. Okay. And um, so I'm looking forward to seeing a bit of Suzanne Danielle because I think I know what I'm going to get.
1: Can I come in with uh, yet another uh, (laughs) uh, interesting little side question here? In in what in what episode of uh, Toto did Suzanne Danielle
0: formally appear? Was it prior to this? Uh huh. Did she have a speaking part? Oh yeah. Holy shit. I, I didn't talk
2: oh. that now. I know she was in Flash Gordon and Carrie-Anne Emanuel, but I didn't know she was in another town that's fucking <laughs> unexpected.
1: <laughs> well, um, she she was in Hijack, where she played the, oh, okay. uh, the breast grabby. No
0: way! way she, was, she was tit grab? She was indeed. Holy cow. That's one of, that is one of my favourite episodes, and it was also when I listened back to our podcasts. That's one of my favourite ones to listen back to because there's yeah. a number of th- there's just a, a range of things that are happening. I love it. Well, my my mate rang uh,
1: and I've not spoken to him for years, and I told him about the podcast, and uh, he he said, oh, you know, I'll give it a listen, and I thought, well, I'll not say let me know what happens because oh, how much you like it or anything because I don't really want that feedback, but I've not heard from you. I've not heard from him since, and <laughs> i <laughs> <laughs> I I not mentioned
0: it. I've got a feeling that people see, oh, it's like a fifty-minute episode, an hour and twenty-minute episode, or whatever. I can't be bothered with. I can't dedicate my life to that. I'd be like, that's fine. This, this is this. The idea of this is is not to get listeners. It's to... not quite obvious. <laughs> It's to repel listeners. No, the idea of this was always to have a chat about this thing, and if anybody's interested, then they're going to be on board. Nobody should be forced. Damo's is an example of this. Is kind of like is kind of like I like this. I like listening to talking about it. I'll actually be on it. And look, kids, if you play your cards right and do well at school, you can be on this show. No, I don't want kids on this show. That is not an invitation for any anyone. Unless they've got a, an interest in Toto, and even then, I think that's a bit bad. Yeah,
1: we'll take them when they grow up.
0: Well, <laughs> that sounds even worse. Is that all worse. right to say? It does. Yeah. <laughs> Am I a bit like
2: that guy that from the Remington adverts years ago? That I liked it so much, I bought the
1: company. <laughs> oh, yeah. he did say that. didn't Vic- he? Victor Kiam. Oh, it was that wasn't it? Victor. Well done. Vic- Victor. Victor, I think. Yeah. yeah. Well, actually, my wife's one of those people who she will listen to. Some of the podcasts that we do, but she only ever listens to the first half hour and then sort of like, and that's she tells me because she
0: listens to them in a dinner break and right, she's yeah. not got time to listen to the end. But I have my own suspicions. Well, I I present, I say to Michelle here, have a listen to this bit, this five minutes, and she really likes it. But that is, There's that it did seemingly no advert to re- listen to the the rest of the thing? <laughs> but it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Like, why, why are we talking about? How popular, stroke unpopular this podcast is. Um, something about Suzanne Danielle, and and then right now then is I said to Damo, if you're coming on the show, we're going to do a show about uh, Decoy, the the one before. Listen, watch that, listen to that first. Okay, yeah. great, because it's because we might reference it. Well, immediately we are at a crime scene, which has that kind of. Uh, Link back to the to, to decoy from last episode, right? Yeah. Okay. But then this is the bit that I'm. This is the bit, right? The right. the first person who appears on the screen is the is a victim, is a mm-hmm. seemingly dead, but blinks <laughs> straight away. <laughs> with, comes in with a blink, and it made with me the think. Flash you of know the when, camera, when, isn't it? Yeah, you know when you. Yeah, you know when you say to somebody, right? Uh, I don't want you to blink for, like, as long as you possibly can. And, they, and they, that person goes, right, let me get all my blinks out of the way then, and then I can go into it. And, and I think that's what she was doing. It was kind of like, right, action. Right, I'll do one last blink. <laughs> <She's>
1: <laughs> there, you know, if you are, when you are about getting your blinks out of the way, if you're in a staring <laughs> competition with somebody, do you have to, like, just, like, look at them, or do you have to not blink your eyelids? This is what I'm not, never sure about.
2: Or you, you can mean? look away into the distance, but just as long as you don't blink. Like it's if, not as if they're
0: a magic eye photo.
2: Yeah.
0: Oh, no, yeah the
2: point what... of it is you have to stare at them. Um, into their un- eyeballs. Un-
0: un- unblinkingly. Yes. Well, yeah. obviously. Right. A staring competition is more of an unblinking competition. Yeah, it is. It's, it's, it's a misnomer for it. You see, this is where this confusion Because right, you can stare and created. blink, can't you? There's nothing to say you that can. you can't blink when you stare. So it's un- yeah. it's a non-blinking competition. Be more I'm specific. We, I'm glad we've got that ironed out because I think I've been doing it wrong. <laughs> this is why you're so low down the league. <laughs> I just wish
1: somebody had told me before. You know, I've dedicated <laughs> half my life to this, and I'm I'm still
0: in league four. So then, uh, what's happening now? They're at this crime scene, right? Which, uh, uh, it's it's uh, they've got a few people in a be- in a bedroom, isn't it? yeah there's like a cop a a policeman
1: sat on the bed and uh, he's got an ashtray he's picked up an ashtray and he's emptying the contents into a plastic bag yeah so he's he's
0: collecting evidence
1: Mm. Yeah, but but for me, cigarettes become quite a big sort of theme in this uh, in this a lot show. Of
0: cigarettes, isn't there? A lot of I'll, cigarettes. I'll try
1: and try and point out where I've noticed them. You can probably tell that I've had that I've made extra notes for the <laughs> <a> second time because <laughs> I've got
0: into so much detail. Isn't it? <laughs> this could be a two parter. This could be a two parter podcast. It, it could uh, we'll... we're still in the first scene, <laughs> aren't we? <Yeah. laughs> so uh, what else is happening here? Is uh, we've got a dead person on the bed. She's a woman. Uh, police. Uh, the police yeah, are the investigating.
2: Sergeant, the sergeant guy, uh, Sergeant Gordon, starts discussing the fact that you know this is definitely the same guy as last week.
0: Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's right. So, what are the chances like really... in a
1: small town? <laughs> He's been invited back because he did so well <laughs> with his previous kills. They thought they'd ask him back for this week for another guy. <laughs> Which is actually, so
2: we... it's kind of uh, similar but different to the start of Decoy as well, where they're also discussing whether or not it's, you know, a guy who's previously killed someone. But one of them's you... arguing, no, it couldn't be. That's different. And Whereas this one, yeah. there's no doubt that this guy yeah. who leaves pink towels at the crime scene, it's definitely the but, same guy as last. You're it's... right.
0: As the next five minutes goes along, there are more indications that this is the right. That this is, the, but they they don't let you discover that. They just tell you, yeah, it's the right person. It's the same person as last time. It's the serial yeah. killer. That's it. Well, what I, what I notice is as Sarge
1: comes in, he's got a pink towel in his in his hand, and he throws it onto the dressing table. Yeah. Now, this made me question: Was the policeman actually collecting the tab ends and the ash for evidence? Or oh, is this something that happened to him last week? Sarge came in, threw it, and he'd not cleared the ashtray out. He went all, <laughs> over, all over his face. So what he's doing is just thinking he's not going to get me this week.
0: It could be that. Well, actually, this, you see, I know, again, let's, let's take a peek up the wizard's sleeve um, and talk about the fact that when we first recorded this, I had no idea that there was like a a, a little motif on the, uh, the, han- the, the towel thing. The yeah. towel, yeah. I yeah. watched it again this time. I still didn't realise that it was a th- no, I, it was an actual thing. I, I thought it was a blob very, of black paint.
2: Yeah, I don't think it's very evident from that first appearance where, he's as, it, as Rob says, he's thrown it on the, the vanity uh, dresser or whatever. But yeah, it does. It, looks like the black. it almost looks like it's just a stained towel. It's not a motif <laughs> at all. Precisely.
0: Yeah. Watch out how this develops. I yes, think. yeah. We get to the part where uh, they've done a little bit of preamble and then Egan walks in. Peter, smooth bastard, Egan walks in. Um, and he, uh, he almost looks like he couldn't give a fuck straight away. Because he's, he's, he's like... got, his, he's, got his, he's got a fag on him. There you go. There's the second
1: one of
0: the episodes yeah. in the first <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So he's walked in fag on. In fact, I don't even think it's lit. It's just a, a prop, right? Okay. He walks in. Don't know what he's doing there for, for a minute, but then immediately starts apologising. Oh, sorry about that. The uh, the the traffic was murder. Uh, it was a wink hey. to camera. <laughs> the dog. The dog pissed all over
2: the floor, and the kids were shouting. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> and um, and then it sort of like becomes apparent that this is that the reason why he's there is to help with the the, the y side of things. Yeah, yeah. So I think he sits on the bed too at this stage, doesn't he? He he, he, he bounces onto the bed, bounds on the bed, uh, spoons and, the carbs, um, carries on smoking. <laughs> It's like we talk about this. Is the thing is about these the tales of the unexpected is that the, you know it's got to be minimal research because they've got to put you know put these episodes together and throw them out there. They do as what they can in the time available, and all but stuff like that. It's like you know, you don't need to have gone to school to know that you shouldn't mess with a crime scene in such yeah. a way. But he does, he definitely well, does. It's, it's at this point that
1: we we see the, uh, the blood stain on the corpse. Now, what, this time when I was looking at it, I, I noticed that it was sort of perfectly round, the, the shape of it, with a dark hole in the middle, and it, it looked like it looked a bit like a target. Right. So mm-hmm. then that got me thinking, because I've been playing like a World War cards game lately, and I'm thinking, who decides when you're having a war what symbols you're going to have? it's like? Well, the Americans on their planes and stuff had got like a star oh, in a I circle. See. Mm. The uh, Germans had got like a sort of stylized cross. we got a target on ours. You... <laughs> <laughs> is, is that a good idea?
0: <laughs> that is a great point. But yeah, there must be some sort of meeting that's held to say what yeah. logos are we going to use for our yeah, plans and, yeah, and stuff. Yeah, probably an, an argument s-
2: like s- the... The, in reservoir dogs where they deciding who's mr pink and who's yeah, mr Brown
1: yeah that's right yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The British we got we lost. With
2: the fucking target yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> anyway I'll, I'll digress
0: I like there, that, I digress but but this is the point where they say he goes uh, right bearing in mind my sergeant's education i can tell <laughs> you it's the it's exactly the same same gun same range um, yeah. and i'm thinking well you don't you don't know either of those things right now um but it he, but he's uh, automatically come out with right this is the same guy as last week this is yeah. same yeah. range same range i just don't know why that's stuck in my head it's like how do you know how do you know? do, it, it does it even matter does it even matter it, it- one of the things that this killer does Is it gets within two meters of you? Three meters? No, 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 that's somebody else. That's a different killer.
2: That could be a killer that comes out of the coronavirus, couldn't it? The two meters.
1: Two meter killer. (laughs) The social distancing killer.
0: SD killer. The SDK. I love it.
1: Um. Yeah, so uh, what's happening next? Yeah, and he's, he's quite grumpy old Sarge, isn't he? And Peter Egan seems a bit surprised that he's not happier at uh, the crime scene where there's a dead yeah. person.
0: Because, <laughs> <laughs> actually, sort of... I know he's grumpy, but he's also tolerant. He's more tolerant than most of these uh, bastard chief inspector type guys. Do you, do you know mm. what I mean by that? Where they're, like, demanding, ah, get me the results, Kachansky. Yeah. That's, you know... He's not bothered we, we about haven't...
2: Egan turning up uh, late anyway and...
1: Uh, no,
0: he's he's cool
1: with that. Yeah. We, we've uh, promoted him now to chief inspector. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so is is he sarge? Are we saying he's a sarge? A no sarge. sarge. Yeah,
2: according to IMDb.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so uh, right now then, the move uh, Egan's kind of like, ah, oh, I'll just sit on engine bed and read me Beano and then he goes, um, uh they walk out the house, and then a bit more information comes out about this. It's, uh, the, the Motives. No, no, what's it? The no, M.O. No. The, M- the M.O. M- yeah, 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 that's right. Uh, the Killer, which is no sexual interference. And I, and I don't know something about that. Just, the word interference, it sounds <laughs> yeah, a bit... It's, it's, it's,
1: not, it's not nice, is it? It's, no.
0: It's, it's my mate uh,
1: uh, for, at school, he used to... He would say... Interfere with... people. would... <laughs> <it, was, was, laughs> I'm about to make a (laughs) confession. He would always say, is it sexual? He would always pronounce it like that. So it reminds me of. Kind of like
2: Jim Carrey (laughs) Sexual.
1: (laughs) Um, And the the strange thing about him, right, is that uh, he had what what we referred to as a a pear shaped dong. No. Which was which, which, the which was the bulbous part? Was that the ending? Well, at the start? I'm about I'm about to describe. <laughs> right. It was it was thin where it attached to his body, and then it came out like a pear at, at the at the bottom. It's
2: like a, an it overfilled was... water balloon.
0: Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> did it like when it moved? Did it did the bulbous part shift down, or did it always stay at the end? Well, the, did gravity won- have a role in this?
1: <laughs> what he used to do sometimes we'd be sat if we were like getting changed and we'd be sat and we'd look over at him and he'd be looking at us and like stroking the inside of his thighs right oh god and then he'd get up <laughs> you said that and as if that's what he would that's what he'd be doing <laughs> he'd get up though and he'd, uh, he'd get it in his hand and chase us and try and touch us with it <laughs> that's probably
0: how it's ended up with all the weight at the end because he's been swinging, swinging it, it around. too hard.
1: Yeah. Because he screws it too hard and it's gone down the bomb.
0: <laughs> yeah. And... <laughs> but What a balloon. Anyway, so he says, how long have you had them crisps? And um, this is the charge uh, to, enough to Peter. killer.
2: In. What about these
0: crisps? <laughs> 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 it does, though, doesn't it? It's like, yeah. it gets the... There's some other stuff that comes out. Like, the you know, the sneakers, the sneaker uh, footprint is the same. Yeah. And that he's taken the... small
2: amounts of money, got 50 quid.
0: Yeah, what is yeah. this? Because, from, from, right, it goes, right, he's only taken 50 quid. He says, well, the most uh, was ever taken from one of these style murders was 65 pounds. What,
1: yeah.
0: what does that matter? Right, that's happened. Right, okay. So, because he goes, he's either a nutter. Or is trying to uh, fool us, or takes yeah. throws off the scent. What yeah. scent is being thrown off from by the laws. fact that you? How yeah. much money
2: was lying around people's houses in
0: 1982? Um, you know, this equates to uh,
1: 152 pounds 68 in today's. Jesus movie. Christ, that's what a shop mean? at Asda. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's not it's a not, bad it's week. Not a small amount, amount yeah. You, really? yeah. Yeah, you know.
0: <laughs> minimal overheads aren't they you only got to buy a bullet anyway so that's what they say and then they talk about this crisp packet which he says how long have you had that in your car he says "As the that last, month since the last time I saw my kids which was about a month oh right yeah. okay so he's so now we're now got a bit of background Egan's got some character development going on so it, it must have been opened this crisp packet because uh, Sarge is complaining that they're soggy so yeah, I
1: wonder
2: why, why. Open, he, yeah. he, he reckons it's more than a month as he's eaten them he's that's how bad they
0: are. <laughs> do you know? Do you know when I say uh, space raiders? Do you know what I mean by that? You
2: uh, you remember, crisps. Yeah, uh, yeah. Crisps,
0: but they're uh, yes, exactly. But they're uh, like a, a maize snack. They're yeah. uh, they're not potato crisp. They're like yeah. corn, yeah. right? Okay. If you leave them open, just a day they have a, a lovely dryness to them the next time you eat them. And so I'd, I'd actually recommend it. And that, if Like I was a fine Egan, I'd wine I'd you're said,
2: describing there. And <laughs> precisely,
0: precisely. The, the longer you leave it, and this is what I think Egan should have said, uh, uh, just a bit of fun, is that while yeah. you leave them open, improves the quality and the flavour. Are they like Monster Munch then, Space Raiders? Space I'm... Raiders, Monster Munch, Jaws. Yeah. Do you remember Jaws from the olden days? Pickled onion Jaws were incredible. The, the same sort of thing, the shape of a Jaws tooth mouth thing. Um a and, shark's uh, mouth. Yeah, and shark's mouth, yeah. And then he mm. goes, the Sarge goes, What's the deal with Elaine? Mm. Uh, right. It hang is. on a minute. Have I got that right? Because FaZe is his previous wife, and yeah. Elaine is his new wife, right? That's okay. Right, yeah. Yeah. So, why I, did, how does, does Elaine see, come up in the conversation? I think
1: uh, Sarge asks him about, uh, about how's her, things going. And And he says, "Yeah." And he says, "It's a big mistake that he's left his wife and kids uh, for uh, a younger, much,
2: much more attractive woman."
0: Yes, (laughs) yes. And then, and then he's, and then he reveals that he split up with her as well. Yeah,
2: yeah. It's a little, it is a little bit confusing. um, You know, he's left the wife. If it was his first wife, but certainly the mother of his kids. But he's with this younger model, for younger version now and the twist on normal tells you unexpected it seems to be that he wants to go back to the, the boring wife and leave this uh Younger
0: model it really, it? we could end the episode here then? That's, that's Yeah, absolutely. Twists happen, yeah. <laughs> but no, because we've got far more to discuss. Um, and in fact... <laughs> Probably some of our listeners are wishing we had. <laughs> <laughs> the next thing to discuss is also a first for Tales Unexpected, is that there is a, a football, but it's the point of view of the football racing through the grass. And I really enjoyed that. Well, you mentioned this last time, and I didn't know what you were talking about. Right? Did I'd, you see
1: I'd it sort of, this time? But sort of, well, this time, yeah, 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 I did. Yeah, so that really takes
2: your breath away, doesn't it, Rob? <laughs> I could,
1: I could almost feel the pain in my buttocks when he kicked it. You know?
2: It's really, it's it needs a good cut as well. That that lawn, isn't it? It's, they need to have a word with <laughs> oh, the man yeah. and company.
0: <laughs> but they're in they're playing on like the field outside the, the 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 house. Yeah, and what we gather is that that's. Is uh, kids. That's where his wife, previous wife lives, Faye, and they're playing football. And what the two kids are doing is they're playing uh, independently from each other, but but also football. So the, he's in goal. Peter Egan's in goal, saving both kids' footballs from from flying yeah. around. I've it's, I've it's, ball it's, ball. Do you know what? This time I was able to see it. He makes a save with his left foot. It was brilliant. <laughs>
2: All while wearing his uh, copper's
1: suit. Yeah, yes. his, uh, his, uh, his police unit. Well, it's not his uniform, it's his uniform. His uniform, work, yeah. Isn't it? Yeah, which is sort of like a...
0: If, if I do, do anything like that, if I'm just kind of moving a bucket from outside, I develop a sweat. And um, he isn't, uh, for me, he's got to have a change of clothes ready if he's going to go to that much... Exertion. You would think, wouldn't you? Yeah, because yes. yeah. I mean,
1: he's he's gone round, and next time we see him, he's in the house, and they're they having dinner. So you would have thought there would be something. He's got a shower. You know, Some... he really,
2: well, he's he's reeking of silent. bags anyway, so it, you know. <laughs> smells. People were a lot more tolerant of smells back then, you know.
0: <laughs> so it, it, it's the stop to, to to stop playing football because Faye comes out and says, "Ah, oh, the tea's ready, or dinner's yeah. ready, whichever one you want, or lunch even." Uh, and then, whilst they're having this outside conversation, the kid says, Will you come see us in London? And his face sort of is like, What?
2: Again, could have ended the episode there.
0: <laughs> because, because the twist is that he's always wanted to go to London, but never saw an opportunity.
2: I mean, who, who realistically gets to go to London? Yeah. You know, Dick Whittington. <laughs> it's a pipe dream. <laughs> so good, they named us once.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so they cut to them eating dinner and there's a weird exchange here about using the english language there's a kid who
1: yeah, uh, yeah. he's Any trying road. to
0: talk and they correct him and it's
1: yeah what's that
0: about is that a comedy element is it because it happens twice the first time the first time he's corrected the second time the kid doesn't know which version of the tense to use. Yeah. And it, it yeah. never goes anywhere. But, but just... why
2: was the mother even correct him? Like it's it's it hardly he was hardly sitting there saying piss and bollocks the whole the whole dinner. <laughs> <laughs> just said any rate. And she's like, Shame on you. We don't use that word around here.
1: It's probably her anxiety about when she's going to London and she's thinking, God, you've got to talk properly
0: once we get to London. Yeah. Don't be or, talking like Norwich talk. You'll get about. us
2: stabbed in a day.
1: <laughs>
0: um I think Egan's starting to regret leaving the family life a bit more. You can you can yeah, feel he, that okay. He's sort of and, looking very unhappy, isn't, isn't he? he? And then he sort of says, um, uh, uh, "Well, whilst they're eating, come on, kids. I thought football was meant to give you an appetite. Now that's the first time I've heard that. That's the reason I'm, why you play football is to develop an appetite. I know um, you
1: don't swim when you've eaten. I know that one, but I've never don't known. that. Yeah. yeah,
0: that's right. To produce an appetite, play football." <laughs> so um that's the point where they kind of like get rid of the kids and the start and there's this great line here where i can't remember he said she says you never used to like help me wash up and stuff yeah uh, i was a fool
1: (laughs) (laughs) because he really enjoys the washing up he's
2: a very modern man for 1982 (laughs) is peter egan (laughs)
0: She also asks, "How's Elaine?" by the way, at this stage and And I think that the word Elaine is used more than any other word in this episode. yeah,
1: and, go- and I still can't really remember which one of them is Elaine. I find it very. <laughs> it, it just seems to me for some reason it's the wrong way round
0: if it was if it was like if the other one was what if fair, you were chari- if you were uh, creating a character out of the name yeah, it, it, I, it I, think, I think I think it's better for right. me and so, uh, or I'd have I, one I called Elaine Orfey And the other one called Suzanne Danielle That Because <laughs> Suzanne Danielle Is Suzanne Danielle Yeah they so should have just
2: let her use her, her real name For this character <laughs> <laughs> How's life with Suzanne Danielle Well not as good as you might think
0: <laughs> now, then, I'm trying to read my handwriting it, it, She says you won't make mum Ah oh, the kid comes back in yeah. And he, oh, yeah. he says I need to have a chat with mum and she, oh no because they're going if you if you see this fishing. they've got the fishing rods out yeah. so this is what he does he comes home to his ex-wife uh plays football with the kids in his work, work working uniform, club eats and then goes fishing this is this is all yeah this is how we do that, things in Norwich that that's his plan but he decides to just send the kids off on their own to uh, to yeah. do the fishing which, go rambling
2: around the town where there's a the killer on the loose <laughs> <laughs>
0: seems a bit weird. Go on yeah. down to
2: the river there. He's only going after single women. You'll be fine.
0: In so many <laughs> detached houses. That's right. At night time, we'll come to that later, but it only happens at night time. Because, yeah. I mean, there were warnings against sort of playing near open
1: water that were quite big around about that oh, time. Ah, do however. you remember
0: those old uh, public service announcements? Yeah. was yeah. yeah. that work. one of the quarry. Yeah, yeah.
1: frightening. Yeah. Which, which, was quite, which was frightening. But even more frightening in retrospect, was that uh, Rolf Harris did one uh, oh where, did. where, and at the end he was
0: mobbed by kids, wouldn't he? He was. <laughs> hey? uh, yes, that's right, yeah. Well, and on, but, but also, there, there is, because the, the, the one at the quarry, never swim in waters that weren't meant to be swimmed in. I, I think that As, was the. Especially the, if you've just had your yeah. dinner. <laughs> the other one was when you're running on a beach. And you oh, leave a, with the glass. a broken bottle, yeah. but the way that the footage stopped, just—I yeah. mean, yeah.
1: it almost made it
2: worse. Yeah.
0: Well,
1: I—I I saw one of these. Uh, at least I think I did. I've got it in my mind, right? And it's people on a train, and uh, they're all sort of like all bleeding and stuff because kids have been throwing rocks through the windows. And the rocks are like painted different colours, yellow and blue and red, so that the kids can score how much sort of injuries they get. Holy shit! I, are you sure? Thinking, this is... When yeah, was yeah, that, this that one happening? was directed
2: by David Lynch, I think. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but it seems so unlikely, doesn't it? Because I mean, but that's an incredible yeah. idea for a film, isn't it? Yeah, I don't, I don't remember yet, like The Purge, on 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 track. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. You get the or oh, Children of the Corn, Rocks on a Train. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Rocks on a train with Samuel
0: L. Jackson. <laughs> right. So next, okay, he we, we he's married to Elaine, and he goes home to his house where Elaine is, and he yeah. in soft soft music. Yeah. He goes. Um. This is later on that night, by the way. So after the chatting, after the fishing, after the eating, after the football, and he goes Elaine, and then for the second time Elaine. And then he walks into a room. Now then, there we have a sight of Susan Danielle getting herself made up and she reveals that she's about to go out. Mm. And yeah. I think she, there's an element of antagonism here. Yeah. She's going to go out with an accountant, she says, didn't she? Yeah. And, and I said this before, I thought it's been that long since we've had a boob in Toto that yeah. This, this probably was the moment and it, it, it never comes, so that's um, unfortunate. But, but there is plenty of naughtiness, I reckon. It, yeah. Oh, bright red naughtiness, isn't it, all over her? Yeah, so this is what happens. She's doing herself up in the makeup. Yeah, she, in, so in the mirror. She's doing herself up in the mirror. <laughs> she turns around, she sees him, she takes off her robe, and again, she's saying, oh, I'm going out. You can't stop me anymore because we're technically not together. Um, and then I'm paraphrasing here a bit. I yes, exactly. <laughs> it's not the quote. <laughs> <her> exactly. <laughs> she is uh, in a br- a red. Yeah. Did we decide what this was?
1: We, Teddy. I don't, I don't know what we did. Oh yeah, we did with the with the buttons underneath. Is is
0: that what we think? It's an all in one thing? thing. Yeah. A onesie. Uh, <laughs> because <laughs> when you say onesie, I'm thinking you know somebody dressed up as like penguin.
2: Yeah. It's not.
0: It's like a it's a, it's like a red Yeah, we um, couldn't
2: decide if it's silk. negligee or lingerie but both of them yeah. you know you don't wear it to the office. <laughs>
0: right. And suspenders, I remember yeah. those but I know the names yeah. for those. I, um, I wish I could say that I'd not been out with Chris in a costume that. <laughs> 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 I have on numerous occasions. On many a time, yeah.
1: Because um, I, I always go as Frankenfurter when I Yeah, that's do right. Do you longer.
0: remember the first wig?
1: <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't so good was it the it was
0: one? just i mean we thought at the time it, that wigs wouldn't get any better than that and then we well, got yeah. the second wig and you realize now first wig was. this is it this <laughs> is the wig that i was made to wear <laughs>
2: Fancy dress wigs, yeah, they're, if they're made out of something synthetic, you're you're in trouble.
1: Yeah, the,
0: the, it's the shine that gives it away, isn't it? You can go on the internet, you can even see the packet, the Smithy's packet of fancy dress thing, and it looks nothing like, they even say it on the thing, looks nothing like the thing that's on the inside. Uh, but we still buy it, we're like, I hope for the best. And it's yeah. like, did,
1: no, it's not happening. Did I tell you that uh, my wife banned me from getting a wig from the NHS when I first had the chemo and my hair fell out? I wanted to get a wig and I wanted to get one that looked like Paul McCartney so that when we went dressing up on other occasions, uh, I could use it. But, but she, she said she I couldn't. Didn't. She banned me from doing it because she said that would be a waste of NHS resources. Do you mean... Yeah, the, like a um, beetle wig. That's the, what I the, was looking But for.
0: the kind of bowl. Yeah, that's, yeah. What I, that's what I was fancying. <laughs> she said I couldn't do it. <laughs> Only what, I mean, what if he would got the grey suits as well?
1: Exactly. This wouldn't be the start of my collection,
0: but she yeah. says no. You're not. You're not. So there you okay, go. Okay. Anyway, so she's uh, getting a. Oh yeah, that's right. So she's getting ready. She puts on a dress. Yeah. And then and then what she say to him? She goes. She
2: immediately stands up. Uh, yeah. Zip. <laughs> zip.
0: <laughs> like just a uh... one-word
2: instruction to him, and he he knows exactly what she <laughs> means. <laughs> Zipped up the dress,
0: but I quite like the psychology behind it. That you know, by by you doing the zip means you're in charge. Well, uh, I'm sort oh, of not having that anymore.
1: Yeah, sort of like a bit of a, a, a sort of a hidden sort of meaning. A bit of a... I think so, and I quite liked it. All right, on that, on that sort of pulling, the first shot we see is uh, through the mirror of the uh, dead woman. And then, yes. the first shot we see of Susan Danielle... <gasps> ah, foreshadowing, is is, is, is is this an indication of what's to come? Could so, it be?
2: We're not giving this director enough credit here, are we?
0: <laughs> so, I'm, you're right, because this is now an art house. Yeah. So.
1: <laughs> uh, Ingmar Bergman. So.
2: Yeah, uh, the the said, one thing I noticed about her, I have to say, because I see it here on my notes, uh, you know, very racy woman, but and so attractive that not even uh, a Kevin Keegan hair do. Spoiler, <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> but there was nothing there, there could be if you were to describe an 80s woman, mm. that would be how Completely. you would describe an 80s yeah. woman, yeah. They yeah,
2: I mean, terrible hair, but yeah,
1: oh, uh... yeah. <laughs> In, in the Wikipedia page, uh, it says, in the late 70s and 80s, Danielle was reported to have, that's Susan Danielle, was reported to have the Monopoly on attractive, promiscuous, good time girls. So oh. that's, that was obviously the what... The Monopoly?
0: Yeah, like that. they'd come to her if they needed that, even so though she's it's... only been in three things. <laughs> that's like oh, she was meant. in the Manuel, wasn't she? She was well, yeah, yeah. the main person in that. Pinnacle of the Manuel well anyway so what she then decides she after she's been zipped up she turns around and then undoes herself Straight and says away, to him yeah. make me late for dinner which to be honest i thought was just such a good line it's like something out of a 1980s erotic thriller that you would see yeah. maybe on channel so he, five at some point so what
1: he so what he does he, he goes to the uh, bedside cabinet and turns the clock back <laughs> <laughs> it's done
0: But she doesn't mean that, does she? She means, (laughs) she means, rattle me, and um, then and then what he does is he He says, yeah,
2: he killed that whole uh, atmosphere, stone dead, in in no
0: point. I saw a corpse today. (laughs) (laughs) It was the corpse of a woman, and. It so seems it, she, like she, she could still reply. Well, well, you are a police doctor, you know. Yeah, but you well, you also she it, doesn't do seem expect? to get. She doesn't seem to get put off by this at all. It's, uh in fact, I don't see her hard on disappearing whatsoever. And she, in fact, she goads him a little bit further. At which point, she he she has to shove her on the bed. Yeah. And oh, she and falls in a poster way. She doesn't.
1: She was one one thigh sort of raised so that you can. see... As if she's, she's practiced this. Spend.
0: Yeah, it's. It's quite an alluring pose, wouldn't it? which uh, probably. Great isn't word. Alluring. The, I called it the, the push and fall technique. And um, then he demands a quick. I want a quick divorce. Well. But she, she's not having that issue. She, she's, she's been wound up. So she says, You've wasted five years of my life. Presumably, that's the period of time they've been together. Mm-hmm. Uh, and not just like he was like a cold caller and uh, <laughs> made her put some. <laughs> Uh, double glazing in that didn't work out right or anyway but uh, anyway, so she says I'm going to make this a rather messy divorce I actually she probably didn't say it in those words but that's what she was indicating and it's going yeah. to go on for a while
1: yeah now it's it's sort of at this point that we uh, we do see a poster on the wall did did grown ups have posters in? You know, posters
0: <laughs> well, you know these I mean? ones did, and it's it's <laughs> odd because it it's it's um, it's in reference, isn't it? Because it's is there's one of them is, which is the professionals.
1: Yeah, that's that's this one, and I mean, did did you guys watch the professionals when you were? Oh God, there? yes, yeah, yeah. No, I, but, I mean, did you did you have a favourite?
2: Oh, out of, the, out of the professionals, oh, definitely body yeah. Yeah, Hunch, absolutely. I so, think me too.
0: People did. You know? Yeah, it's exactly the same reason for the uh, for Starsky and Hutch as well. It was like, yeah, because it just felt the coolest of the two. Which which one? I'd have been um, Starsky because the name sounds amazing. It is, isn't yeah. It? yeah. But there's a there, there is another there is another uh, poster on the wall which I didn't quite catch. But that's no, that's not the that point one. really, because you're right. This there is a. There is a poster on the wall, but, and it's they are grown-ups, they're adult people. This then puts you into TV world. It does indeed. Yeah. Because you see, what I'm saying. Yeah. What I've found out
1: is that uh, obviously she was in one of their episodes, but oh, yeah. they they were in uh, an episode where of uh, of another show called the New Avengers. Where they both played terrorists. Oh, both of them? Both of them together were, were terrorists. And uh, it was made by the same guy <sighs> who made The Professionals. It's all, it's all linked in it from, isn't it? All linked, yeah.
0: from yeah. the Norwich TV Company. <laughs> yeah. uh, <A>
2: Norwich Mafia. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And, and Lewis Collins was cool
1: because he was like he was like the Ross Kemp of uh, of the early eighties. Oh God, you? he was much cooler <laughs> than Ross
2: Kemp. Come on, he was in a Barrowal <laughs> advert for God's sake. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but, but Ross Kemp, and certainly when he's in when he's in extras, he's sort of like a little bit fixated on the SAS, isn't he? You know, yeah, with, yeah. With super army soldiers and stuff. And Lewis Collins uh, obviously appeared in a film. Who dares win? Yes. And I have discovered he did actually apply to be in the territorial SAS, passed the selection for it, but then they turned him down because he was too famous. Mm-hmm. Now, I would have thought, being as SAS sort of famous for eye for detail, they would have seen this famous person <laughs> <laughs> before they made him do all the,
0: all the tests. Mar- <laughs> done their research. <laughs> because, the, because the SAS would have said, get me everything you know on this person. That have said you, you, that you, it's you, the perfect time to have said it. Oh, he's famous. We'll not bother putting him through test, but I didn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. Uh, we're. I tell you what, we'll do. Uh, we're going to pause there, and we're going to uh, have another episode on this. But later on, is that all right with you two? Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm. I'm cool with it. Yeah, I'm yeah, cool with okay. it. Right, let's, that's what we'll do. Okay, we're going to see you next time on this uh, very special episode of the Toto Podcast. Pattern of Guilt Part 2 coming up. The tales of the <laughs>